Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kula Yoga Collective podcast. I'm Anne. I am your host, your driver for today. I'm so glad to have you guys back. It has been a week, let me tell you what. So last week, I fell and hurt my foot pretty badly. And this is... um, just about a month or so after I was in isolation for, eh, maybe it was COVID, maybe it wasn't COVID, you know how that goes, we don't know. And so um, when I was, when I had that, I was actually isolated from my entire family for about two weeks. So I am on the tail end for being stuck in my house and away from my yoga practice for like a lot. And let me tell you what, I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it at all. And um, I'm not usually what I would say like an extrovert, but I am not loving the introvert life right now. I'm just going to say that. So, uh, so yeah. So I thought we'd talk about that a little bit today, like what it's like to be an ex- introvert, what it's like to be an extrovert. Um, I kind of fall in the middle. I'm what's called an ambivert because you know if you can't make up your mind why not go with both right and my i live with two decided introverts my son ryan is a complete introvert like i'm lucky if i see him once a day he's absolutely in his room playing video games and um and might come down for dinner if we text him if we didn't text him i'm not entirely sure he'd come down for dinner to be really honest with you And the other night we were kind of laughing at him because I said to him, I said, um, you know, you would totally live in a, like a cabin in the woods by yourself, wouldn't you? And he said, oh yeah, if I had decent Wi-Fi and I could get somebody to deliver food to me, sure, I'd completely live in a cabin in the woods and like drop you guys a text maybe, you know, once every six months or so. And so we were teasing him about that. And and then later I kind of thought, well, it's not really fair of us to tease him about that because we were, you know, kind of going, well, that's the way the Unabomber went. But the reality is, like, he's super, super good at the stuff that he does. He's incredibly bright. He thinks things through really well. Um, yeah, he's a complete introvert. But the kid will argue with citations and facts on everything. And he has, he's, he's, if he's got something that's important to him, he will absolutely um, debate a senator, a legislator, he's done it. And, and so, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily something that we need to kind of give him grief over. It's just a really different perspective than what we have, you know, so he doesn't want to go out to out to dinner and you know in college all of his friends are going out to frat parties and he wants none of that because it's just too loud and obnoxious and he he's like why would I bother so um, so you know as I'm thinking about kind of talking about these perspectives here that there's roughly eh, 25 to 40 percent depending on where you look um, of the population is identifies as an introvert. And when we think about introverts, we tend to think about people who are 
shy and withdrawn and um, kind of on their own. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily the best way to consider these people though, because first of all, when I look at my son, he will talk your ear off if it's something that's important to him. But there's also a lot of introverts that we know very well who are just not like that, you know? So when we look at some, some introverts that we know really well, Eleanor Roosevelt, she was known for, throw, for entertaining and throwing parties. Um, Meryl Streep, you know, she's obviously a famous, one of the most famous actresses in the world, if not the most famous actress in the world. And she's at tons of award parties. She's always on stage, always in movies. And yet she's, she's famously introverted. And so I think maybe a better definition is that um, being around large groups of people for introverts is just exhausting. It draws your personal energy just right out of you. And at the same time, for extroverts, that kind of an environment is really energizing. Um, introverts gain their energy from kind of me time, just being with themselves. And being in with themselves for extroverts is exhausting. Um, you know, so for me, kind of falling in the middle, this has maybe tipped my scale to more to the introvert side and, and I need to now get some energy from other people. I need to draw some energy from other humans. And so that's why sort of being stuck in my house has been has been kind of rough and it explains actually a great deal about why so many people were having such a hard time during the stay-at-home orders um, because we just weren't able to connect with people in that same way to get that energy from other humans in kind of that same way it makes a, kind of a lot of sense um, it also though brings up some pretty interesting thoughts on how we interact with each other and and how our kind of puzzle pieces fit together if you will you know introverts tend to be they tend to decide pretty quickly what needs to be done and adapt to circumstances um, for the most part pretty well i wouldn't say that uh, either one of my introverts fall under that but you know for the most part um, they tend to focus on tasks and get things done. Extroverts kind of tend to be a little bit more distractible because they're just focusing on everything going on around them. Um, their relationships, they may be fewer, but they're very deep. I can absolutely say that that's the case for, uh, for my son. He's got the exact same five friends that he's had since kindergarten and he's 22 now. And they seem really calm and in control. Nothing seems to kind of get under their skin. And they seem to kind of, for me, be the ones that you want in a crisis. Um, 
and, and I think that that's kind of necessary. When you look at the folks who are extroverts, they tend to be kind of maybe a little larger than life, a little more gregarious, very talkative. They like to be the center of attention and they, they're really action oriented, very, very friendly and engaging. Um, these are the people that are like, they're your Robin Williams, they're your Jim Carrey. Um, so, you know, I, I really don't think, for me anyway, I love Jim Carrey and Robin Williams, but that's not the guy I want in charge of, like, the fire drill. Um, even though I know Jim Carrey had a, a fireman character that I now can't remember the name of, but, um, yeah, I'd probably want, like, Warren Buffett, the introvert, in charge of that instead of Robin Williams. Um, but, you know, there's, there's others, like, you know, Steve Jobs was an extrovert. Um, he doesn't really strike me as an extrovert. So, you know, there's that. And the way we play off of each other is kind of interesting because if you've got these guys, if you've got us who are somebody who's really outgoing and um, kind of pulls at all of these like big picture kinds of things as your extrovert and then you've got this like super process oriented super uh, super detailed person on the introvert side then if you think about it that's kind of a match made in heaven um, my kids actually love to tell the stories about like an introvert and extrovert can get about anything done you know my my daughter who's definitely the extrovert can pretty well talk her way into and out of anything and my son can plan anything. And so, um, you know, they've been able to get into some pretty cool adventures doing that. They were able to um, make their way within just a few feet of Bernie Sanders at a rally. Um, they got into the Scott Trade Center here at, uh, when it was the Scott Trade Center where the, the St. Louis Blues play. And, um, were able to find one of the Blues alumni, Bobby Plager, and meet him because the two of them are, are just able to kind of see the entire picture. One of them is, like, as I said, able to see um, kind of the details and how we do something, and the other one is able to come up with this like, okay, let's, let's do this thing and kind of do the, the talking and the salesmanship of it. Um, when I was working with a team not too long ago, I experienced that, that we were able to do, you know, some pretty amazing things because I would come up with, I was definitely on the extrovert side, and I would come up with all of the visions and all of the big ideas, and one of my closest colleagues used to say to me, that's great, Anne, what is the very first step that we're gonna do? And truth be told, without her, I probably would not have gotten very far because I would have gotten so stuck in all of the cool things that we could have done that I wouldn't have been able to take the first step on how to actually get it done. But on the other side, she would have been so stuck in the process of planning that she wouldn't have been able to see the bigger picture and the mission that we were working on. So I think between the two of us, 
we were actually able to accomplish some pretty massive goals that, um, that the program that we were working in at the time would never have been able to do. And it's kind of interesting for me now to look at where our society is and the fact that we are facing like massive cultural shifts and societal changes and um, the fact that where we were six months ago simply doesn't exist in the same way. And um, to be frank, I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. But we're going to need both of these kind of lines of thought to be able to create a new something. And we're going to need the, the big, loud, brash voices. You know, we need, we need folks at rallies. We need folks with signs. We need folks calling attention. But we also need folks that are saying, great, what are the policies that we're going to put in place? What's the first step? What are the first actions? So that we can get to, this is, this is step one and two to get us to step 75. And that's really where the introverts come in to be able to help sort of corral and coalesce the, the thoughts of the extroverts. Um, and that's really where the magic happens. So my thoughts are, if you are an introvert, my thoughts are, don't let anybody shame you for it. Um, you've got some pretty cool and amazing things and gifts to be able to offer. And it's totally cool if you don't want to go out, if you just want to hang out at home in your pajama pants and watch Netflix and eat popcorn. By all means, do that. Um, and, you know, be gracious with your extrovert friends and colleagues when they want to do bigger and broader things. That's fine. You don't have to do that. That's okay. Um, maybe consider bending a little bit when they want to do a Zoom meeting instead of, you know, an email or a text because understand that, that they're going to need that contact at times. Um, extroverts, you don't need to apologize for yourself either. Be big, be bold, be brash. We need you and we need your vision. Um, recognize that your introvert friends are there to help and support you, but they may not want to go out with you all the time. And that's completely cool too. And, um, and also think about bending for them a little bit as well, because you may want to um, not go out all the time. And if they're, if they're really wanting to just like, can we get this done in an email instead of a meeting? Maybe get it done in an email instead of a meeting. I mean, you know, sometimes that's better. I'm just saying. So it takes all kinds for us to make the world go round. And, and it's, we need everybody right now. So um, I hope this has been helpful. I've had a lot of fun chatting with you. I personally am going to get the heck out of my house and, and recharge my own batteries by being with some people. So I hope you're able to recharge your batteries in whatever way works for you. And we will chat again soon. I hope you hit me up with your thoughts, your ideas, what you'd like to see on this podcast, anything related to health, wellness, meditation, feeling better, all of those things. You can find me on 
Facebook and Instagram at Kula St. Louis. That's K-U-L-A-S-T-L-O-U-I-S. Or you can email me at Anne at Kula Yoga St. Louis dot com. That's Anne at K-U-L-A-Y-O-G-A-S-T-L-O-U-I-S dot com. Until next time, namaste.